talking about one of Abby's favorites. Again, uh, this is going to be about The House of Wax, 1953, Mm -hmm. uh, starring Vincent Price, directed by someone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I'm the worst. It's okay. (laughs) So, Abby, when was the first time you saw this movie? Um, I was um, around 11 or 12, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister bought a DVD copy from the Soundgarden, which oh, is like cool. our little record store here in Syracuse. Because um, she had gone on a spree and like gotten all of these classic horror movies. Um, so she and I would watch movies together all the time. And we decided to sit down and watch this. Uh, and at that point, I hadn't watched a whole lot of like classic horror. Um because we had talked about before, the first one that I watched was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was pretty young. I was like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was pretty young when I watched this one too. Um, but it was just when I was starting to get into more of the classics, uh-huh. and I loved Vincent Price. Like I hadn't watched too much of his stuff. This was kind of an introduction for me. Right. But then I wanted to learn more about him and watch a, a couple more of his movies. Um, and I had no idea that he had been in so many. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, kind of fell in love with Vincent Price, had an old man crush on him <laughs> because he was very handsome. He was a handsome man. He's so good looking. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> He really is. Especially now that I'm like a horror nerd and, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he's a classy man <laughs> seriously though he abby and i are going to eventually do a three-parter on vincent price so we'll get more into his personal life then but yeah we're both huge vincent price fans yeah so Ooh. creepy so good at what he does but he's very he it's just so smooth so smooth right <laughs> such Absolutely. a gentleman yeah um so Tell us about the plot. Spoiler alert, everyone. Just so you know, we are going to be talking about the plots to all of these movies. Yeah. And the endings. So We're just going to ruin them for you. If you haven't seen them, <laughs> you, I, why, are you, why are you even here? You probably should have seen it by now. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yes. Tell us about the, the story of the House of Wax. Yeah. So um, it focuses on... Um, Vincent Price's character, who is a sculptor, mm-hmm. um, extremely, extremely talented sculpture, or er, sculpture, sculptor, and um, he is financed by, well, he has his own wax museum, and mm-hmm. at this point, it's a very small, um, very humble wax museum, and it's funded by um, a very greedy businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie opens up with Vincent Price in his studio. Um, and another man walks in and he is looking to kind of fund him and, um, build him up a little bit more, but this greedy businessman who is currently funding Vincent Price's character, um, burns his museum down in an attempt to get insurance money so that he can get paid on the fly. Um, and Vincent Price, who is a very passionate artist, 
doesn't really want to quote unquote sell out um, because he is basically living for his art at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So as the building burns, Vincent Price is trapped and um, he becomes deformed. Um, And this is where we get our movie monster from. Mm -hmm. Um, So after this all happens, um, Vincent Price escapes the fire and um, we open on two ladies, um, and one of them is killed. Kathy. Kathy is, is killed. killed. Yeah. Um, and we later find out that he is using these bodies um, to make his wax figurines out of. Yeah. Um, but the other character, um, her name is Miss Allen. I don't remember her first name. Sue. Sue. Yes, Sue. Yep, thank mm-hmm. you. Um. So you have Sue and Kathy. Um, Kathy is murdered by Vincent Price Mm -hmm. um, to create one of his characters in the Wax Museum. And Sue, um, who is one of your other main characters, um, comes home to find Kathy dead. And she sees Vincent Price in the room. So very early on, you have your main character who knows who the monster is but doesn't exactly know. Um, Vincent Price, who is basically resurrected from the dead because everybody thinks that he died in the fire um creates this very macabre wax museum and it depicts murders of famous historical characters or um the deaths so you have um you know people being beheaded or people being stabbed to death or and there's um like cavemen and just like very, very creepy, primitive things. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes this huge attraction in this um, little town, basically. Um, and it draws everybody in. So, um, yeah. So Vincent Price's character is basically killing people and using the bodies to create his these hands, wax figures. His hands oh, yes. Are weird. Yep. They're so, like cripply. Yeah. And they're all like burned and stuff. So, so he, can't he can't use his hands to sculpt yeah. anymore. So this is a huge help to him, basically, <laughs> him going on these killing sprees. Your body, it's a huge yeah. help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he has um, his pupils, who are also his henchmen, mm-hmm. um, as his sculptors. Mm-hmm. And you also have Sue's kind of love interest, as he kind of wants to take him under his wing as a pupil, because he is also a talented sculptor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vincent Price before all of this happens, um, has this Marie Antoinette sculpture, and he's mm-hmm. super, super proud of it. And um, Sue, who is the surviving woman, mm-hmm. looks exactly like his sculpture. So he wants her, like he wants her body to create this new Marie Antoinette sculpture. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his favorite one that he did. So he's like a little bit obsessed Actually, a lot of it obsessed. (laughs) So his main goal is to kind of ensnare Sue and make this grand Marie Antoinette sculpture out of her. Which, isn't that so convenient that you look just like an original piece? And you're like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. You probably creeped on me beforehand. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. It's it's a small town, buddy. Okay? (laughs) We know what you're doing here. So, yeah. Um, What were some... Yeah, tell me more about what you've discovered from this movie. Well, I love, love this movie. I think that they did a fantastic job at creating the monster for um, being 
you know, a, a film from the 1950s. Yeah. It terrified me. Like, I was haunted by the image of... Because the first time you see him, he, like, peeks up from behind the guy... Well, the guy who burned his museum down, he ends up hanging in an elevator shaft. the first victim, really. It's the the first... Yeah, and it's... it's, So it's the first murder that you see in the movie, and he's waiting in his office, and the lights are off. And you just see his head slowly pop up, and you're like, what... The F <laughs> is that. You're like, oh my God. And it honestly, um, I don't know who did the makeup or anything for the movie, but kudos to them because it it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it seriously looks like a like messed up, beyond recognition, creepy face. I actually thought this movie was made much later. Yes, then, then I did too. When I saw 1953, I thought, oh, that must be the original because the, the original was actually made in the 30s. Yeah, um, and yep. so when I saw 53, I thought, wait, is that the original? I'm like, no, this is the one that we're going to talk about. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, is this great? It is great. <laughs> oh man, like it's definitely a staple if yeah. you love, especially if you're into like creature features. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what makes it even creepier is that he's a man. It's not really, it it is a monster, but it's it's a guy underneath there. And he is like, you know, he's very, he's conniving and he's like plotting all these murders. And yeah. he sneaks into a morgue and like steals bodies out of the morgue. So, um, yeah, super creepy. I think like the big um, reveal really is that he looks like that. Because yes, when, I first, yeah. when I first saw it, I remember thinking... That's so strange because that should be Vincent Price, but there he is there and he looks fine. Yeah. Or, you know, he looks like he used to. Yep. So who is this person? And then, of course, at the end when she's pounding his chest. Oh, yeah. And his mask, his his wax mask like falls apart. You're like, oh, so it was. It was always you. Yeah. (laughs) You were always that person. Which is, I think, just a great metaphor and just I, I think it's super well done. And um, one of the best, like, even though you you kind of pick up on it mm-hmm. throughout the movie, like, obviously, you learn the truth before the main characters do. Um, it's an awesome plot twist. Yeah. Because you don't think, like, it, you're thinking, like, oh, his hands don't work like they used to. Like, how could he possibly make his face look normal again? Right. So you're like, oh, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I have a, there's a few things that I thought, oh yeah, I think, so the scene that stuck with me when I was younger, um, cause I think I saw this, this was another movie that I bought on VHS for media play. <laughs> yeah, yes. It wasn't in that original set, section of, of movies that I bought, but like, it was, it was some movies that I bought, um, part of some movies that I bought later. Uh, I remember the beginning is so powerful with the wax figures oh, melting yeah so for like a for a young kid to see mm-hmm. that fall apart ugh, like yeah, that and you have that, like the eyeballs falling out and yeah, stuff the yeah one lady, the one wax lady whose eyeball just boop, pops yep. out and you're yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you're like oh this gosh. is kind of funny but not really <laughs> yeah. but you know it's because it's like the uncanny valley right where they look like people right. they look real and so when you see things mm-hmm. that look 
something that you know when they look real or they look relatable and then they're like falling apart like in indiana jones yes when their faces melt yeah it's like the same thing yeah oh god oh god yeah it's oh oh, oh. Oh, god (laughs) your face it's falling apart (laughs) um in like the the joan of arc uh before it becomes kathy um in the beginning when his wax museum burns down the first time um she like collapses on herself like yeah. her body like collapses and it's so weird and, and gross it and, is and it's scary and that was something that it's kind of like when you watch a modern day horror film and mm-hmm. there is some kind of possession and people are like contorting their bodies yeah that's uh-huh. kind of what it reminds me of Absolutely. like that creepy like you're not used to seeing a human body that way so you're like oh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's frightening. It's it's really strange watching that. And you're like, yeah, it's just too familiar. And you're like, oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but when I first started watching this movie, I thought that the... <laughs> this is so stupid. But I actually felt like I was too young to watch it. I don't, you probably didn't feel this way, but I did. When I was watching it, I remember thinking, and not because of the horror, because there were too many scenes, in my opinion, as like a nine-year-old, <laughs> that uh, had like women. Okay. So like when the, the French ladies are dancing, yes! I remember oh thinking, I probably shouldn't be watching this. Yes, which is so funny <laughs> because I, I just noticed last night the conversation that they're having at the dinner yeah. table watching like the Can Can Girls and she's like, so do nice people come to this place? Yes. And the guy's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I don't know if I should be watching this. Yeah. These and girls, the girl, like, their butts bends are over really and, like, close to the screen. Yeah, because this movie was came out in 3D. So, oh, that's which right. makes it almost even worse because then her butt would have been 3D. Oh yeah, and it would have just like popped oh, yeah. out of the screen. Yep. Oh <laughs> my god, people. so funny. But I remember thinking these girls, their butts are getting too close <laughs> to the screen. <laughs> I'm probably not allowed to be watching this. <laughs> Oh my god! And then you compare it to what we have now, and you're like, I know. Oh, and then you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. My okay. children want to watch House of Wax with Vincent Price. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but even that guy with the um the paddle ball. Yeah. Is that what that's called? What yeah. is that? Yeah, paddle? I think so. Uh, yeah. That thing that you play with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever that is. Yeah. But I, as a kid, I remember thinking, "What is happening?" Because I didn't realize that it was a 3D right. movie. Yeah. No, my roommate said the same thing. He was like, okay. And I'm like, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> it's true. Like, after watching it this time, I thought, oh, yeah, 3D. Got it. Yeah, yep. That's, but as a kid, it confused the heck out of me. Yeah, I was like, I what is like, this guy doing? And what's his purpose? Yeah. <laughs> what? But it was a it was a gag. It was a 3D gag. Right. And I didn't realize yeah. that yeah. until much, much later in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, we didn't really talk about this with Texas Chainsaw, um, but I will go back to it. Uh, one thing that I noticed in, in Texas Chainsaw was that, uh, the women don't talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, they don't. There's a scene where they're getting coke, yes. but they don't talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is like, do you, 
actually hate each other or are you just really comfortable with silence <laughs> right and um i mean we talked about i before we started recording these uh the bechdel test which i yeah. think is a really important test um and you know i i as much a, of it like it is like an important thing but um some really good movies like texas chainsaw don't have it right in, in it like they don't have the women uh talk to each other yeah. Um, and it, ha- but, it has to be about something other than men, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. It's be something other than men, and they both have to have names. Mm-hmm. And I tell ya, guess what does pass? House of Wax. Yes. It does. Yeah. When, and this is when it does, when the landlady mm-hmm. and Sue talk about her rent. Yes. Which is really kind of sad to me because when you when we were reviewing the movies and stuff and you told me to kind of like look for that I was like oh man like ah because it's not a nice conversation either no it's horrible it's like sad this super what I mean looking at it from the landlady's perspective if somebody isn't paying their rent that's not good well, but yeah, I, I mean know. you don't have to be heartless and like throw them out <laughs> in the street that night you know what I mean maybe yeah. like wait until morning but um yeah it's it's kind of sad to me because she's so mean to Sue and Sue is just like oh god okay because then she, she finds her friend dead yeah and before that, she awful. went to work for this guy who was apparently a huge dirtbag <laughs> because the two girls are talking about it in the room and Kathy says to Sue, like, oh, just watch out for this guy because he's kind of a creeper or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then the landlady asks Sue, like, did you get the job? And Sue was like, no, I had uh, trouble with the manager or the management or something. And the lady is like, oh, oh. Like pay your rent. Yeah, uh-huh. just so done. So <laughs> yeah, very very sad to me. Yeah, mm. but it still passes. It does, and also so good job, House of Wax. Yeah, good job, good job on that. But still, kind of, I sh- I shouldn't laugh at it. But like the sexism in the movie oh, is still so bad. Oh man, it really is so bad. And it's actually kind of. It's humorous because <laughs> they're leading the tour through the museum and you've got these three girls that they kind of focus on during the tour. Mm-hmm. And there's um, a wax figure scene of, I forget who the, the two wax figures are, but it's the lady killing the guy in the bathtub with the, at knife point. Oh, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't remember. And the, they show like the three girls like yes. peeking over the bathtub to see if the guy, the wax figure, is like naked in it. <laughs> and then like <laughs> later on, they're like taking them through all the macabre exhibits and that kind of thing. Yeah. And Vincent Price is like, oh, do you need smelling salts? Because like the one girl yes. passes out. I'm like, oh my god! No, it's but, so true. But it's it for that for the time period. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how it was. So right, yeah, you know. But yeah, funny though that it has that, but it passes the test. So right, where Texas Chainsaw comes out, what twenty, thirty ish years later, and, and yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and has a final girl. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. But yep. um, yeah. So. So let's talk about some of the humor in this 
movie. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> honestly, because it's, it's so dark, you have to have it. Yeah. Especially for, you know, the 1950s when right. you were Early kind of, 50s. yeah, like you were getting into the darker side of movies, but mm-hmm. it wasn't quite there yet. No, so, yeah. But wasn't. I think that's also kind of a common theme in uh, Vincent Price movies anyway. Like mm-hmm. some of them are really, really humorous. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if maybe that's by his suggestion or just how, like, directors would cast his character. I'm not sure, but, yeah. The... He had a few <laughs> moments, you yeah, know, where you were like, yeah. what? Because you're, I, you're right. This movie has a very cheesy but dark uh, story. I mean, because people getting covered in wax, like, getting killed and being covered in wax. Yeah. That's... That is like, ew, that's yeah, scary. Yeah, that's gross. Um, that's really gross. Um, I mean, if, if really, if you think about it, if that was real life, you would be like, whoa. Yeah. That would be like front page news for like years talking about if someone had done that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think you're right. I think they had to sort of take a step back. Like they couldn't go that far. They had yeah. to take a step back and add in goofy moments like moments you know like the guy with the paddle ball like that was yeah 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 exactly one of those things um another thing was uh oh when he was show that at the beginning he's showing the museum to the invest the potential investors yeah um or you know the people that might buy out his partner who eventually destroys it um and, you know, they're, like, they he shows them, like, Cleopatra and that lady who's, like, the dancing lady. And oh, the guy, yeah. like, takes a peek at her and he's, like, hmm. And yeah, keeps going. Yeah, and it's, yeah. like, a <laughs> moment. Yeah. Um, when, like you said, like, those three girls, right? They're, yeah. Those, those are, like, <laughs> moments where they faint and they're goofy and stuff. Oh, and- which, like, when they're walking into the museum and they see the dancing girl. And the one girl is, like, oh. I could totally, I could do that. Yeah. Watch. And she's like doing it with her hips and the other girls like shoo her away. And they're like, don't talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the most harmless thing. Oh my God. Holy cats. Um, another thing, which you brought up right before we started recording, I said, save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, talk so was funny. Sue... When she ends up being captured by Vincent Price, she's, like, laying in this box waiting to be, like, basically boiled alive by this wax. Yeah. So poor Sue is just, like, laying there super naked, like, completely <laughs> naked. That's another thing where I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to watch yeah, this I know. movie. Yeah, I know. You're like, um, please don't pan out camera because if my mom walks in right now, it's not going to be good. So... Um, they find out where Sue is and, like, the police come barging in and, like, they're there to save the day. Mm -hmm. And one of the police officers covers Sue up with his jacket. So, like, the closing scene, they're talking about it. And Sue is, like, she turns to the cop and she's like, oh, you know, thank you for letting me borrow your jacket. And the cop goes, oh, I just, I didn't want you to catch a cold. And he looked, everybody looks over at the other sergeant who's there in the room and he just sneezes like the most outlet like <laughs> sneeze and you're like what was that and all of the characters look over and there's like that awkward pause and she was like and i think sue was like oh god bless you 
like what it's so out there it's so out there and even the last line which my husband and I were watching it and he turns to me and goes really you're gonna end House of yes! Wax with that line the the uh the I'm losing my son my train of thought the wax figure that gets its head cut off in the guillotine mm-hmm. they have the head and they're like uh oh well when he'll get out of jail yeah. when this guy grows a beard yeah and then it's, it's like dun, 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 the end and i'm yes. like what the We're going to really end it like that. But also, <laughs> like, great, because that's, like, a super memorable moment for me. Like, that is the worst ending, I think. I Well, not the worst no, ending, but... It, yeah, but it it's oh, it's so out there it compared is. to the rest of the story. And, you know, um, the 50s was the time of the teenager, right? Where the teenager oh, yeah. was buying everything and, yep. uh, you know, and so... Those dang beatniks. (laughs) But the humor seems kind of childish. And like that, not that teens are really that childish, but like it it is like this, uh, yuck. Like this Yeah, it's goofy. This good old goofy kind of feeling. Yeah. And uh, also the way that this movie looks makes it look like everyone's about to burst into song. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It reminds me of like Carousel or something. Yeah, or like uh, Seven Brides for Saint Seven Louis. Brothers or something. <laughs> yes. Everyone looks like they're just about to sing about the wax museum. Yes. I mean, I'm really glad that they don't, though. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I don't know if I could either. Yeah. I don't know if it would make it worse or better. I don't know. Although, I don't know. Now that you say that, I'm like thinking of all these endless possibilities. Is all that these, in our future? Maybe. Creating a, a House of Flax musical? I hope so. There's Carrie the musical. It's yeah. been done before. There's also like Cannibal the musical. That's which true. Is, you which know, is great. Yeah. I would sing a, a good song, time. but I don't know if I'm, I, I'm, I'm allowed to. I mean, it's your, po- sued. It's, it's your pod. No, no that's I, true. <laughs> <laughs> Not your musical rights, though. <laughs> Don't want to get sued, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. No, thanks. <laughs> we just... just started this. Don't ruin us. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so do you have any uh, closing comments on... Vincent Price, 1953, House of Wax. Honestly, everyone should see it. This is another one that I think... I'm going to say that about every movie that we review. (laughs) Maybe not everyone. Maybe not the ones that, like, really suck. But, (laughs) like, um, for sure. I think if you like Vincent Price and you Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, that kind of stuff... (laughs) You should probably see it. Feel like um, goofy horror films. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't think that was intentional for it to be as funny as it was. Yeah. Maybe it's just us. <laughs> I don't know. You should watch it though and tell us what you think about it, um, because it's awesome. The effects are great for um, that time. Absolutely, I, I think that they did a great job with the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the artist kind of gets his revenge, you know what I mean? Which is kind of cool. 
I in mean, a way. It's his first victim, right? The yeah. first th- thing that he does is kill the guy that ruined everything. Yeah. Uh, which, which was crazy, too, because... You think that would be the climax? And it's not. It's yeah. It's the beginning, And too. also, the way that he just kind of, like, throws his body down an elevator mm-hmm. shaft, you're like, oh, dang. <laughs> what a way to go. Right? Yeah. He didn't get to enjoy any of that money. No. And he ever did Kathy. She's Joan of Arc now. I know. Oh, dang. Oh, oh yeah, because they were supposed to be together. Yeah. Oh. That was the... Yeah. Maybe she's better off. I don't she know. probably is. <laughs> he didn't seem too keen on marrying her anyway. Yeah, no, he wasn't into it. He probably would have, like, like thrown this... her over Niagara Falls in the barrel by herself. He was like, this might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, might? Really? I almost killed someone anyway, so might as well just make it two. Why not start a body count? Oh, okay. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening to episode three, Her Eyes Follow You, when we talked about House of Wax, 1953. Have a great day. is produced by Gracie Jarvis and Abby Brown. Lucas Morrow is our digital editor and mixer, and music is by Lily Jarvis at Umpoco Studio. Special thanks to Dalton Dobson, who is responsible for all of our promotional photography, and Dave Love and Steph Arnold for their amazing work on our logo. You can listen to our show on SoundCloud and through the podcast app, and you can follow the show at goodmorningnancy.com. We're also on Twitter at goodmorningnan and Facebook at goodmorningnancypodcast. Thanks for listening.